Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. I'm super pleased for today's guest, Greta. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me here. So excited to be here. So I need to introduce you to Greta and uh, she should probably introduce herself, but uh, there's a special place in my heart for Greta. She worked with me uh, when I owned my salon and she was a super stylist. She impressed us from the moment that she arrived and uh, was destined for great things and love took her away to another city and she eventually needed to leave and I was devastated by that because I really wanted to make her uh, the salon trainer and we tried to keep her but honestly how could we um, how could we compete with the love of our life so <laughs> we eventually had to let her go but the great thing is that she's been back in my life for the last two years uh, as a coach here at the Salon Owners Collective. She started as program coordinator, but now she is in charge of our manager's training program. And also she is our in-house resident uh, sales expert and uh, coach extraordinaire. So thank you for joining us today. I'm really pleased for you to be sharing some of your wisdom. Why don't you just give us um, a quick snapshot of who you are, what you've done in your life, um, and just let us know a little bit about your journey until you joined us here at Salon Owners Collective. Awesome. Um, thank you for that intro. That was very, very <laughs> lovely, Larissa. Thank you. Um, I am a, a mum of one, nearly two little kitties, um, wife to my amazing husband, Andrew. And um, I, yes, as Larissa said, I am um, a coach here at Salon Owners Collective. Um, and a little bit about me and my life. I have basically traveled around New Zealand working um, in the hairdressing industry, um, building my way up into um, a lot of different um, training and supporting uh, roles. And um, yes, found my way here to back into uh, Larissa, which is absolutely fantastic and, and loved every minute in the last two years that I have been here. Um, so yeah, that is a little bit of my quick snippet journey um, of me and where I've been. Well, you were destined for this role, I think. Um, and I think what impressed me most was, you know, one, I loved working with you prior and uh, you really stood out um, in the time that we worked together. But then you went and had quite an impressive career uh, with a corporate chain of salons and really making a huge impact in training and working with salon managers around the country and then running your own team um, as an area manager. And so that really put you in good stead to come and support um, the Salon Mastery and, and Momentum Program uh, here at Salon Owners Collective. And again, you've been nothing, uh, nothing less than impressive and um, done some great work here. So I have to say, we're about to lose Greta for a couple of months because she's off to have baby number two, which is super exciting. But from a very selfish point of view, we are all <laughs> desperately sad that you're going to be gone, even though I know it's only um, 
for a short time. So what I thought I was going to do is bring you on the podcast today because in your time over the last two years, uh, together we've worked with more than uh, well over 100 salon owners in that time. And I thought you've got so much insight and experience now. And I really wanted you to pull out uh, in your experience, what are the three things that you're really convinced really help a salon owner move the needle in their business and truly move uh, into their role as the salon CEO. And I know it's tricky to say, narrow it down to three things. What are the three things that really are going to move the needle? And I think that's yeah. a trick in itself. Um, so I, I wanted to bring you on here to share some of those things. So let's dive into that now. Talk to me about what are one of those three things that you really think uh, move the needle for a business owner? Data-driven decision-making is one of the three things I truly believe does impact moving into that role as a salon CEO. So tracking your um, business numbers and knowing how to read those numbers leads you to then knowing more about your business. That's something that I, I have truly found in the last two years, especially that once you find and really know your numbers inside and out, you can really understand what your business needs and what you need um, as a salon CEO to help your business keep moving forward. Yeah, so I love this and I agree with this. And this has been like your, this has been the area that you have primarily, primarily worked with salon owners is on exactly this, helping yeah. them get to know their numbers, understand it and become data-driven decision makers rather than emotionally based decision makers so in your experience what what have you observed when people don't have their uh, finger on the pulse when they don't have access to the information and they're not making data-driven decisions uh, often when they first come into our program um, what is it what is it like the before and after before when they come and they don't have the numbers what is business like um, and then let's discuss what it's like once you've actually got a handle on it I think the big thing that I've really picked up is that when you're not knowing those those numbers, like you said, you know, potentially first coming into our program, really the the biggest thing is that it's a little bit lost. So you may have the idea that you know um, how your business is doing and the idea that it's going great, but um, what I found then in the end, you know, once they've been in the program for a bit and really um, got into understanding those numbers, the realization of the areas of impact and change that needs to happen was not aware prior. And um, that's that's the change that I've really seen um, yeah. happen um, within coming into the program. Okay, so it's, it's that um, lack of awareness of what's possible or even the gaps yeah. that are the big gaping holes that are inside your business and, and what's not working versus what is working? Yeah, definitely. I think it's really um, just that real true understanding, um, the deeper understanding of um, what's really actually working and what you are doing is actually working. Um, and yeah. you, you may feel like you're doing all the things um, for your business and, and um, knowing your numbers in your mind and your head and I think that's a big thing I've picked up too, is knowing those numbers in your mind and your head compared to actually putting them down on, on a um, piece of paper or a spreadsheet where you can actually track them and um, yeah. see the progress and, and see the change. And um, uh, yeah, I've definitely seen many salon owners um, 
get a, a bit of a shock when they really um, crunch the numbers and start tracking and knowing those numbers. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I agree with you that there's some shock factor, right? It's like, oh, yeah. okay. I thought we were doing good, but actually yeah. this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes it's like, I thought we were doing good and actually we're doing great. Yes, absolutely. And it can be, <laughs> it, can be both, it can go both ways. Absolutely. Um, and in some areas, it, it might be certain areas that um, you were thinking you were going really well in um, and you're actually excelling past what you thought and you could be driving for more. Um, yeah. and that's, that's yeah. the other side of it as well definitely confidence gives yes. us the, gives us the confidence to go okay I'm, I'm doing the right thing I can actually achieve more right now yeah yeah definitely it's a bit like it's a bit like um wanting to go on a trip yeah. and you want to go from Perth to Sydney but actually you don't know that you're even in Perth yes. <laughs> actually you're in New Zealand and uh the way to get to Sydney is actually a completely different direction it's like kind of like you need to know where you are if you want to start a journey towards something else yeah absolutely absolutely correct there yeah um okay tracking your numbers knowing how to read the numbers now this is something that you do on a daily basis help people read the numbers which sounds mm. kind of crazy right what, what what am i reading what's <laughs> what's the yeah. story that the business is telling me um but in my observation uh it gives confidence when you can read the numbers see the story of your business and make some solid decisions. Um, yeah. What does that do to people's mindset? It really gives, um, like you say, confidence is a really big thing, but I think direction as well. Um, mm. knowing, knowing what direction your business needs support and help um, and what direction you need to take as a salon CEO um, with your team. So you, by reading those numbers and knowing those numbers, um, it can help you generate more for your business um, through uh, what focus you need to make with your team. Yeah. Okay, what stops us, do, what, what have you observed, what stops people from getting to know their numbers? Like what's the what's why don't we do it as an industry I think we put our head in the sand typically yeah. I'm being very generalistic here we put our head in the sand and we don't look at uh we don't want to know the numbers why do you think that is what's the mindset I think sometimes um it can be that fear of understanding or um fear of jumping into something that is um it is numbers, you know, because numbers, I think, is a really big thing that um, we find in this industry sometimes can be overwhelming, um, reading a whole lot of numbers, We've, you know, and again, generalistic, it is very, um, we're an artistic industry, so um, reading numbers can be very daunting and overwhelming, so that can sometimes stop us from actually crunching numbers and and doing the do um and putting those mm. that into into um like sort of form of a spreadsheet um so it's definitely that that i think really does stop us um and then seeing the numbers sometimes can can put a stop at it too because it's that do i want to continue reading more do i want to continue doing this because i'm afraid of what i'm going to find out yeah yeah I agree with you there. It's fear of actually having to face up to, okay, probably there's some problems in my business that need attention. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think if you take a step back from that, uh, wanting to face up to the problems, one of the things that stops us from facing up to the problems of us is it, often, I think, is that we're overwhelmed and overcommitted. 
Yes. And so if I find that there's a problem, I actually don't have the time or the brain brain space to be able to deal with that. So I'm better just to put my head in the sand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Those big Mm -hmm. rocks that you just kind of find and they come up and then all of a sudden that overwhelm and, oh, oh my gosh, I don't have the time for that. I don't, I don't, you know, I can't get my head around that right now. So like you say, put your head in the sand and just carry on keeping on. So I want to offer uh, you listening uh, a suggestion, if you're resonating with this, is that if you invest the time to nail the numbers, uh, which are going to give you the information that you need that's going to help you know the right things to do, not just any things to do, it's actually going to save you time because you'll do less things that you shouldn't be doing and you'll do more things of the things that you should be doing that actually move the needle. So ultimately, the time that you invest up front is going to save you some time further down the track and making mistakes and doing the wrong actions, which is just ultimately spinning wheels, right? Absolutely. So it's kind of like comes full circle. It's worth the time and investment, becoming a data-driven decision maker, not an emotional decision maker. Okay, amazing. I love that. I love that that's your observation and... um, and that's kind of like the top priority one. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about um, what's your what's the other big thing? What's the other big rock that you can see um, that salon owners must do? I really feel, and this is something again that I'm very um, passionate about, um, and, and something I've, I've observed a lot over the last two years, especially with um, salon CEOs needing that. Um, meeting and connecting with their team members. Um, I think that's a really big thing that um, we don't, and I've seen hasn't happened enough um, where there's a structure and a plan around those meetings. So, you know, how often you're doing them. Um, What is the the, uh, content that you're discussing within those meetings? Um, But that connection with team, team members um, has is, is really a really big thing um, I've seen needs to happen um, and to be able to be the best salon CEO that you um, want to be. Yeah, okay. What happens if we don't connect with our team often enough, have regular scheduled meetings and stick to them? What, what's the impact that you've seen? I really feel that the impact that has um that comes from not doing that is that the team members um for one feel lost and let you know they don't know their direction um and they don't know potentially where they or what they are doing to support the business and and growth um and that's a really big thing as well um you know with with what changes and impacts having those meetings um when you're not having those meetings again, it's it's really where the team um, connection falls down. And when you don't have a team um, connection and bond and strength within the business, the vibe and everything drops. Um, and you know that happens across the board um, with with many businesses. Um, and I think what I've seen um, with salon owners that haven't been having this in place. Um, they definitely don't have a strong understanding of who their team members are and who and where they want to go themselves. And what that what happens then is by not knowing those things, they don't then, um, as a salon CEO, doesn't know 
how they can help them to help their business grow. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I think the other thing too that we don't, um, that we underestimate is that when we want to make changes inside of our business or we want to lead our team to the place that we want to go, uh, we need a, a platform, we need a soapbox to stand up on and do the teaching, coaching, leading from. You can't do that in between, in the gaps between your clients. Because, <laughs> do you know, you can be a whole day in a salon, right? A whole day in a salon and not see each other, not talk to each other. So how can we communicate with people if we're trying to do it in between the gaps between our clients? We need a time and a place to be able to teach, lead, coach for change, for success. Absolutely. Would that be fair? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that it just, you know, having that structure in place um, really helps uh, you as a salon CEO, really helps you um, know what you're doing to help your team do the best and be the best that they can for your business. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, like you hit the nail on the head there, Larissa, with, you know, trying to fit it in five minutes here, five minutes there. Um, it's, you know, that's a great sort of pep talk times, but it's not going to um, real, really have the time to get down and coach and, and drive and listen to your team members to help, you know, to help your business grow. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, well, what are the what are the meetings that we should be having? What are these meetings that we should be having on a regular basis? Take us through what those things are. So, the there's three <laughs> three main ones. Um, you've got your huddles, so daily huddles. Uh, so connecting with your team members um, on a daily. Um, you have your team meetings, so that's where you're connecting um, logistics. Um, and you know, forming that bond with your team, and then um, you have your one-on-ones, which is um, really getting down to the, um, I guess, deeper um, connection on um, them specifically and who you know and their goals and drives. Yeah, amazing. I love that. Uh, those are the three things that uh, we teach, implement, and uh, put into place. And I think those are the things that drive. The business forward how can you do that in between yeah. your clients okay amazing let's move on what do you think or what in your observation uh, uh really is going to help move the needle what is number three this is a big one now this is one um that can be really hard um i i know this myself and i know this um from working with salon owners as well um delegating tasks um letting go of the sand um, and working, you know, working on the big rocks. Um, your business needs that so that you can gain momentum and can, you know, continue growing and moving forward. Um, and I think really that um, delegating is the big word there. Um, that's a really, that's the tricky one. And that's the thing that um, can really impact and change your business. All right, before we talk about delegating, because I want to talk about that kind of <clears throat> letting go, because I know mm. we hold on for dear life and delegating. I just want to clarify sand, pebbles and big rocks quickly. Um, this is a, a language that we use here at Salon Owners Collective. Um, the big rocks are the big projects 
and the big strategies that we put into our business that really truly move the needle. This is our role as the salon CEO to work on the big rocks. The pebbles in the sand, the sand is kind of like the little stuff. It's really easy to get addicted to playing in the sand because playing in the sand is usually a list a mile long and when you do all of these little things, you can get lots of ticks and you can feel like you're making progress because you've got a lot of shit done. But usually it's the small stuff, right? Uh, I called back Mary, I ordered the stock and if we, uh, I did the towels and I helped the team. Um, and if we stay in playing in the sand, it's child's play, right? And we don't really move the needle. Likewise, uh, pebbles are important. They're the, they're the weekly operational type of things that need to get done in our business. But we, if we stay playing in the sand and the pebbles, then we don't make the big shifts inside of our business. And what Greta is saying is if you stay playing in the sand and the pebbles, you don't move on to the big rocks. You don't really make the changes that you need to make that are going to take you to where you need to go. What's got you here is not going to get you there. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about letting go and delegating. What stops people from letting go and delegating? I think it's that um, they want to be in control. Um, that's a control freak. One. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it's, it's sometimes um, what I've seen is that we're not aware that that's why we're holding on to those, those sand tasks. Um, and why we aren't letting go of those those things is because we can do it better. You know, we can do it better. And that's, yes. that's a really, really big thing. And it's really hard to let go of that because teaching and coaching someone else to do that um, takes a bit of time. And then it also leads into, um, you know, watching them maybe make a mistake or two. And that can be hard when you know you can just do it. And I think that's yeah. a really big thing um, that stops um, us from letting go of those tasks. Yeah. Okay. So they make a mistake and you go, oh my God, I could do it better. Yep. I'll take it back and I'll just do it. I'll just do but it, it keeps yep. us playing small. Yep. Um, so what you're saying is that we need to allow people to make, like create the space for them to make the mistakes so they can get as good as us or close to us. Absolutely. Because we don't learn unless we make a mistake. We've all, you know, and I think that's something when you started as, you know, as a CEO, when you started doing those tasks, you would have made a mistake here and there um, to learn how to do it correctly. Um, we've got to let go, let them make the mistakes so that they know where they need to improve and, and mm. um, make, it, make it better. It is hard to, to watch that happen when you do know how to do that task inside and out. Um, but just remember that that is, you know, where you were at one day um, when you started doing that task and that you it will get better it will get better um, but it's just allowing that time to let that happen yeah okay yeah I like that allowing the time to let it happen recognize yeah. that it's going to happen have a process in place to uh, mitigate the mistakes uh, because in a short time if you stick with it uh, you will no longer need to work and play in the sand <laughs> even yeah. in the pebbles, and actually create the time to work on the big rocks. Absolutely. Okay, great. Let's do a quick uh, recap. Um, the three things that Greta is convinced will really help you move the needle in your business. First is becoming a data-driven decision maker and um, making decisions from the real information in your business, having a dashboard to make those 
uh, have that thinking and make those decisions from. Number two is really meeting and connecting with your team on a regular basis with a structure and a plan and implementing that and then holding on to it and being consistent with it. Um, number three, letting go of the sand and the pebbles and really committing to working on the big rocks that will move the needle inside your business. Um, learning to let go a little bit, being happy with 80% uh, or a different way of things being done that you would do it, truly delegating, creating the space to you to work on, on the big stuff to gain momentum. Okay, amazing. I, I agree with all of those. I think those, uh, those are definitely... Um, needle movers inside of a business yeah. for sure <laughs> definitely definitely okay um Greta will you share with us your favorite quote or something that uh keeps you centered moving forward um what can you share with us uh this is one that I truly like I truly live by and I think um and I hope inspires anyone else out there feeling this um as well but the quote is, where you are a year from now is a reflection of the choices you choose to make right now. Love that. Yeah, it really, so it, true. it drives me to really think about what I'm doing and what I'm choosing to do each and every day. Um, because yeah, that year from now is, is your choice. It's up to you. Um, and it's what you choose to do today that will make that change. I actually really like that because that feels really freeing to me. It's like yeah. what I'm doing today, I don't have to worry about the impact or, the, or what's happening to me at the moment because actually it's just the result of a year ago. And so what yeah. I do today is going to be the result of next year. And that somehow that frees me up today yeah. to not worry about today so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't keep you just living in like that one little box. It keeps you living in the 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 year really yeah yeah that's right I know um uh one of the things that I think about sometimes is when I when I have to push a little bit harder than I really want to is what would um what would a million dollar owner business owner do mm. how would they act and behave I, I got that from somebody um the whole sort of million dollar business owner but it's kind of like what does the future what does the person that owns the future business, the dream business, the aspirational business that I'm aiming for, what would that person do? Yeah. When I think about it as somebody else who owns the dream business that I want to have, then I and then I imagine what they would do, and then I get up and do that. And do, do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. today I can't be bothered today, or I yeah. don't have the energy today, or I'm tired today, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's working today for tomorrow. For tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Now, I know you are somebody that uh, studies success on the regular. What yeah. is a book, a podcast, or some kind of resource that you've engaged in recently that you would recommend to our listeners? This one is uh, a book that I uh, go back to time and time again. It's a book you can pick up, put down, come back to weeks, months later, and still get you know so much from. Um, it's called The Art of Deliberate Success by David King. And it really has um, inspired me to learn and know uh, about me, but then learn and know where I want to go um, with my, um, you know, my drive and my, and, um, my career. So I think there's, you know, some really key things, um, like big things around reducing stress level, 
um, finding your values, really understanding and identifying your unique style. Um, so there are some key things I've sort of taken away from the book. And I think, um, like I say, it's a great book to have in your little library because you can pick it up, put it down, come back to it. Um, it's not mm. a once and done. Awesome. Might have to get that one myself. Um, all right, we'll put a link to that uh, book in the show notes of this episode. Uh, any other thoughts on resource? Yes. Now, I really want to encourage that... Um, you jump in and join our um, Salon Owners Collective Facebook group. Um, and I say that because the community in there is amazing. Um, so many owners um, and so much support um, throughout the group um, and so, on so many different levels. Um, there's also an incredible amount of free resources to help you in your business. Um, so you really would be crazy not to get your hands on these. So definitely jump in and um, join our Facebook group with the Salon Owners Collective. Right. Profitable and Successful Salon Owners is the name of the group. I will also put the link uh, to that in the show notes. Thanks for that shameless plug, uh, Greta. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, look, as we lead towards wrapping up, I just want to say, first of all, you know, you are about to head off and have a baby now. You are, you are leaving very soon for your maternity leave. And I'm super excited for you to have the break, focus on your little baby. We did a little poll yesterday in our, in our team get together on, uh, can you believe Greta doesn't know what she's having? <laughs> um, so we did a, yeah, surprise, it's a baby. Um, we did a little poll, you know, the sex weight uh, and the date. So that'll be fun. But I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you for everything. Uh, you just being you on a daily basis brings so much to the table. And uh, you're kind of like the backbone of the programs where you're going to be sorely missed. Uh, and I do look forward to having you back um, soon and back in our community. So all of the best. And thank you so, 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 so much. Oh, thank you. It's been you know, amazing um, the time I have been here and I am so looking forward to coming back. Um, as I've said that many of times, <laughs> um, I will miss everyone um, a part of the team and the amazing owners in the program that we have um, because yeah, it's been um, an incredible journey so far and I am so excited to come back and continue that journey. Great, we'll be so pleased to have you back. All right. Thanks for your time today, your insights, your wisdom. Uh, it's been nice hanging out on the podcast and uh, I look forward to seeing you. If you haven't come and join us in the Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Facebook group, do that. I will see you there. And otherwise, I'll tune in with you again, same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.